You like movies? You like TV? How about some video games? Get your ass to squabblebox.co.uk. Hell yeah. Whether it's cinema classics, gaming greats, or TV gems, they got you covered. They do video and podcasts too. Podcasts? What's a podcast? Listen to Squabblecast with editor Dave James and a revolving door of guests for geeky retrospectives, stuck in the long box with Luca and Xavier for some comic book worship, Jedi fun time with our old friend Johnny and the boys interviewing some Star Wars folk, or even Beam Me Up Scotty in which the titular Scotty joins Dave for a semi-regular dose of Star Trek love. And even the latest geeky news with our very own, it came from across the pond. Don't forget that one. I heard that one's Good. Reviews, news, videos, and podcasts at squabblebox.co.uk. Entertainment under attack. Wow. Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is like a broken-winged bird that cannot fly. So said Langston Hughes. And I must admit, I don't know who Langston Hughes is, so I hope um, he didn't have any political opinions that uh, differ to the values of this podcast, and my apologies if so. But hey, welcome again to another glorious episode, I think episode five, although I must admit the audio was a little bit dodgy on the weekly podcast, so maybe it won't come out. Who knows, maybe it's the forgotten one, maybe because we tried to do it for so long, uh, the world simply said no. But if it did, I hope you enjoyed it, and if not, welcome to episode four slash five of uh, the Six in Fifteen podcast, where I, Dylan Spicer, uh ever try and struggle with a format that seems easier, quite frankly, by the minute, literally, um, of summing up six different things in 15 minutes. So, today, we are looking at Stephen King books. So, Stephen King, perhaps the most famous horror author, certainly living, perhaps in history, although Edgar Allan Poe and H.P. Lovecraft might have something to say about that, uh, but one of the big horror writers uh, of ever, really, of the whole time. And that's, of course... Um, Perhaps there are alternative universes, or we've lived in some kind of, um, you know, there's the big crunch theory where the universe sucks in and out of itself uh, again and again. Um, so in that case, maybe in a different time, in a different universe, maybe there's a more prolific uh, horror writer that puts Stephen King to shame. But we don't live in that time, so let's not worry, not worry too much about that. So uh, I've been a big fan of Stephen King, I mean, kind of really since I was 15, um, but I first read one of his books when I was 10, which I probably wouldn't recommend. That's a bit too young. Uh, wasn't a good idea, that really. Um, but today we are going to start with, at number six, uh, Misery, which some of you might know a bit more because of the film, but is essentially a writer who gets stuck in the house of a fan who is his biggest fan. Hence the title fan. Well, I guess actually no fan doesn't really mean that, does it? Um, no, I guess not. You're right. Um, but yeah, biggest fan uh, who is also uh, very aggressive, uh, very psychotic and basically traps him in a room and forces him to write another novel in the series, although it goes way off the deep end from there. Uh, what I really like it is 
for a writer who often writes a lot of supernatural stuff, is very much set in the real world, and it's pretty much set uh, in one location, to some extent just in a man's mind uh, for a lot of it. But you really start to get sucked in. I feel the characters are very strong and believable. Uh, the setting does just feel horrific, the way that he's trapped. You really believe his struggle uh, and what happens to him. And it goes to some very, very dark places quickly. You think things are picking up, and then they go very badly wrong. Lots and lots of good stuff going on there. But as I say, blimey, does it get dark very quickly. Uh, there was a scene involving a rat which honestly made me put basically the bin uh, the book away and was nearly sick and I didn't read a Sting, Stephen King story for about five years so it's got to be worth it for that alone right okay on to number five uh, Skeleton Crew or as it's described in my notes Skeleton that simply isn't the title and as far as I know Stephen King has never released a book uh, called Skellington Skellington Skeleton uh, and has no plans to do so so Skeleton Crew uh, it is a book of short stories, and the reason I picked it is because uh, Stephen King is one of the uh, greatest writers of horror short stories, in my opinion, which is ironic considering he's mostly known uh, for those longer works. But his collections of short stories are always worth a read, uh, and often form the basis of a lot of popular horror films, so things like Children of the Corn, that was a Stephen King short story, Cat's Eyes, loads and loads of stuff. A couple of stories in Creepshow 2... Yeah, Group Show 2, The Raft, that was one, possibly another. Um, so lots of things that you think you know about. Maximum Overdrive, perhaps not the best example, but nevertheless, you could find it in the pages of a Stephen King short story. And yeah, I picked Skeleton Crew, uh, just it was one of my favourite collections. Um, what's always nice is he always gives little notes at the end, uh, so you can see what's been going on in his mind when he wrote them. It's a quite nice little peek behind the craft. And one of the nice things I like about Stephen King are the notes that he puts um, at the start of his book. I always feel uh, he's just as good as himself uh, as he is uh, as a writer. So, on to number three with ten minutes to go. Does that work out? I can't do the maths. I think we're doing well again. Um, but I really am not very good at maths. Yeah, yeah, because I guess we'd be finishing two. So we should just about be going on to ten. So we should be doing two on average every five minutes, not excluding time for intros and outros. So, once again, um, we are smashing it. I probably should have called it six in ten. Six in ten is much better, isn't it? Dylan Spicer's six in ten. That's much better than Dylan Spicer's six in fifteen. Fifteen what? Pages? Anyway, so, on to number three, uh, from a Buick 8, and I believe it's Buick, my apologies if it's not, I'm from England, but I think it is a Buick. Uh, so, from a Buick 8, uh, perhaps not the most well-known of uh, Stephen King's novels, uh, quite a short one. And to be honest, one I wasn't really sure about because uh, I didn't like his novel about an evil car before. Uh, but this was so much more than that. It was more um, a strange car that had come from a different dimension and how the police station that picks it up deals with it. And it's as much a story about local police work uh, being confronted uh, with a strange situation and how they deal with it um, as, they, as it is with anything supernatural. But it is a really tight little supernatural story at the same time. Um, so well worth, a, well worth a look. I really, really like it uh, and very much worth a look for me. Uh, it's just a kind of nice, I'd say a good, I don't mean this is a criticism at all, but like a good train book. It really keeps you hooked while you're reading it. Uh, and just a nice little story uh, set over maybe a day or two, just kind of enclosed and in itself. Hmm. So from there, uh, we go to perhaps the polar opposite uh, in terms of Stephen King work. Uh, it's better, actually, if I don't look at the time. I think maybe if I'm looking at the time, I'm kind of always, always chasing that clock. Um, 8 minutes 47. But if I look away from the clock, then I'm not really thinking about it. So perhaps that's a good way to do it. So Stephen King's other big novel. Uh, no, Stephen King's other big novel, yeah. 
Uh, it's the only, he's only written two big novels, so yeah, that's the other one. No. Um, the Polar Opposite End is The Stand, uh, a novel that stretches well into a thousand pages if you read the uncut version. And the fact that even it is an uncut version just shows how long it is. Um, all about the apocalypse and the disease that causes it and the groups of survivors who come together to fix it. Uh, again, it's kind of classic Stephen King fare. I think it was once voted his favourite book uh, by his fans, and I can certainly see why. It's If you like apocalypse fiction, it really is the place to look for. Lots of lovely individual stories, but also lots of vignettes about a world breaking down, maybe very Dawn of the Dead-like in that regard, and obviously his connections to Romero would come through. But a real Stephen King epic. Perhaps the ending doesn't quite work, but there's so, so much good stuff on the way that it really is a book that's as much about the journey as it is about the uh, end. So nothing to worry about on that front. Um, I found it really, really good. I hope you do too. Uh, I think there's a TV series, TV series, TV miniseries, which is very, very long indeed, but although not necessarily bad, they I mean, they go through a lot of things, like they sing the whole of the American National Anthem. Every time uh, a character speaks sign language, they need something right down, they literally sort of write it down. Uh, so it takes a long, old time, but some really, really good stuff in there. Okay, so once again, we hit just over the halfway mark, and there are only two books to go. I've got to work on this. We're going to have to think about this. So, on to number two, and I think I did it that way round, did I? Yes, did number two, uh, The Long Walk. Uh, which is one of his earlier books, um, I think, and my apologies if I'm wrong about this, but I think he might have written it even before Carrie, which was the first one I got published. That really might not be true, so I'm not sure. And uh, he believe he released it under the Richard Bachman name um, as well, uh, which what it was, he Stephen King basically tried to uh, reinvent himself as a new author just to see if he could do it again and build up a following. Um, so he released a series of books, um, under the title Richard Backman, and I think he was eventually rumbled. Um, but The Long Walk uh, feels very um, YA, I suppose, very teen dystopian. Uh, it's all about, uh, in a dystopian America, uh, people can walk to win, I think it's a prize to see someone, they get something, I forgot about the prize at the end, I should have looked it up, but they get something, and I believe they have to be teenagers, uh, or maybe they just have to do it, I'm not sure, I can't remember. No, I don't think I have to. No, but it's like a big price. So anyway, you have like 40 kids. They all have to go four miles an hour. Uh, if they drop below that three times, they get shot in the head. Uh, and the person who carries on the furthest is the winner. Uh, so it's a really nice little story. Again, uh, I'm always a big fan of road movies and road books and things like that. Full of nice little vignettes. The main character is very likeable. Lots of other really cool characters along the way. Uh, he really brings together the other people on the walk. Uh, very much so, and of course uh, really builds up a sense of a world which is great, you really get to feel uh, the worlds around you without ever revealing too much, again perhaps the ending doesn't quite work but then actually maybe it works perfectly um, that's for you to decide but again one of those Stephen King books you might not instantly think of but I highly highly recommend it considering it's basically just a walk uh, and you'd expect nothing to really happen but lots happens Okay, and finally, with five minutes to go, we are going to end with my favourite Stephen King book. And I know this sounds like I'm a hipster for saying this, but I genuinely liked it before the film came out. So this isn't a... I don't want to say it's not a thing before I liked it before I was cool, but apparently it is. Um, it. So It. That was a Stephen King book I read when I was 15. Uh, I used to get up extra early from school, about half past five in the morning, to read it. Uh, and I liked it so much. So obviously, as we all know, Pennywise the Clown can turn us different things from your fears and the kids have to sort him out. 
Um, but yeah, maybe it starts off a little bit slowly, but once you build into those different teams, you really don't know what's coming, and you get the sense of this incredible, powerful being which has this uh, kind of snare over the town that people can't seem to destroy. And I really remember a couple of bits really freaking me out. And I don't even know if it's necessarily a scary clown thing. It's just that sense of no matter where you go, there's just this thing that's following you and he seems to have total control of your life and feed off your fears. And he is scary, so there's not a great deal you can do. Uh, really kind of good novel. Uh, long on novel as well, but you get to know the characters so well. They're all very well written. I know in the second half of the TV show, the TV miniseries, they didn't do that. Perhaps didn't do it to that extent, but you know, you really start to care about these characters and what happens to them and all the weird adventures they go on. Okay, so um, that is it. Stephen King books, uh, they are a big read, but I highly, highly recommend that you read them. Apologies again for the audio last week if it was slightly dodgy. Uh, hopefully this one should be grand. Uh, and maybe for the next one, going to try and get a guest in. So I genuinely don't know what we're going to be doing next. Who knows, maybe I'll just do another one. Uh, if anyone has any suggestions, again, it's a SoundCloud file, so I don't really know if you can do suggestions. Um... I know, I'd like to do maybe six of things that are just a bit odd. Like, not odd-odd, but do you know what I mean? Like, if anyone has any six favourite types of thing that perhaps you wouldn't normally find on a normal six list. I should have gone for six and ten, shouldn't I? Three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, three minutes. I just really like Stephen King, I guess. Um, I didn't really do many notes for these, so I could just kind of talk off the top of my head. It wasn't really... Um, much to say. Yeah, I think that's it. I am sorry again for the Ben Wheatley one. I was really disappointed with the sound on that. But maybe it turned out fine. You know, we, we may have done behind the scenes and be going, what are you chatting about, Dylan? It could all be sorted now. Or perhaps we simply said, no, it's not working. So you didn't get it. I mean, I don't know if I can do it again. I promised it so many weeks and I don't know if I can do the Ben Wheatley one again. That would be a big ask. But Stephen King himself, yeah, he's a very uh, cool guy. Always has a lot of fun things in interviews. I think it might work better with a guest, you know, because I think with a guest, um, you know, there's going to be two people talking, so theoretically you should get two people's opinions, which should double the time. Plus, I can't help feeling there'll be a bit more of a conversation back and forth. Perhaps we'll slip back into different kind of narrative arcs, narrative arcs, conversations, um, and that will fill up some of this time. But we've still got two minutes to go. I mean, maybe I could do a Facebook Live or something. That would be nice, wouldn't it? If I ran out of time, we'd just go live on Facebook. But, I don't know. That's probably not a very good idea. Um, Stephen King books. What did we miss? Well, there was The Shining. That didn't make the list. There was Carrie. That didn't make the list. There was Firestarter. That didn't make the list. There was it. That made the list. There was Doctor Sleep. That didn't make the list. There was Everything's Eventual. That didn't make the list. There was Joyland. That didn't make the list. And it was alright. I didn't mind it. But The Stand made the list, so that was nice. There was... Cujo. I've never read the book of Cujo, so that's why that didn't make the list. I've seen the film. Again, I watched it when I was 15, which I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend... But didn't make the list. Needful Things, again, not read the book of that. I don't think, I must have read it at some point. Uh, but didn't make the list. Needful Things, that didn't make the list. What well, did make the list? 
Oh, from a Buick 8. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I really recommend that one. Um, from a Buick 8. Probably should have come number second, number two, actually. I think it would have been nice to, to have a look at that one. But yeah, that made the list. Uh, Bizarre of Bad Dreams, that didn't make the list. Um, what other Stephen King books are there? I mean, we've only got 16 seconds now. One more that didn't make the list. Any of the Dark Tower books? Blimey. Wow. Well, they were close. I really recommend them. But what is close is also the end of this episode, so I will bid you adieu for now. Goodbye. Hey, were you feeling that? I don't know, man. All they do is talk. Yeah, but it's cheap. I mean, like, free. Besides, we could become, like, the new Chris Hardwick. Who the hell is Chris Hardwick? Don't get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to squabblebox.co.uk. News, reviews, videos, and podcasts that cover movies, video games, TV, and comic books. Squabblebox.co.uk, baby. Entertainment under attack.